welcome to another episode of my podcast Converse with Tolan. Today I just want to talk about myself. I want to talk about things that have happened for like in the past one year. You know, there are a lot of things that have happened that have really changed in how I look at life. The most important and I think something that has changed my life and how I look at things is the passing on of my brother. You know, my brother Benasetto was 10 years older than me. So that gives you an idea of the age difference. And what that meant is he took care of me. You know when I was I think a toddler. He took care of me because I remember when it was just the two of us we could play together. He could teach me how to ride the bicycle, to play banta banta gono. <laughs> yeah, for a lot of people that is um, marbles. Yeah. There's a game that we play locally called Gono. And my brother played an important role in my in things that I do even currently including music that I listen to. The first time I ever stepped into basketball court was because my brother took me there. I remember it was the mother of a postal seminary basketball court and it was my brother that was Kamau there was Ken and a few other guys and we went to play basketball and ever since I fell in love with basketball i remember the very first ever basketball attire that i ever wore was a lakers and he gave it to me you know later my brother could uh, started being in charge of the family business he took care of the place the place was clean that was his first exit from home because then when he moved there there was a house there where he lived there he took care of himself from there and then later he left to go fend for himself um in Narok he had a business there and i remember during this time is when i joined high school and i hadn't seen my brother for close to 2 years and one day when i was in class there was uh i was brought for a letter and i didn't know who could have brought me a letter then could have written me a letter because i didn't know anyone in narok you know brother i wasn't expecting him to write me a letter but he reached out he talked to me when he was in narok telling me that he was okay and then said that there was pocket money that was really really important very sweet of him yeah and then is when you realize that when he had moved there the person he was seeing because he was living with a lady things hadn't gone well for them and when he had left to go work the lady escaped with rather left with everything that he had that included his money his household uh, furniture kitchenware and basically his house was left empty and from then he he tried bouncing back but it was pretty hard because he didn't know anyone in Narok And I remember my dad and my uncle Uncle Olo um he rest in peace they organized how they would go and bring my brother back home so my brother was picked up and he was brought back home chilled and then a few a few weeks later he joined college he did his thing he finished then um he moved to Migori county where he started working so after his Migori Thingy. he got married to his wife got a beautiful baby girl toel and i remember visiting him the very far, was it the first time or the second time i think when i started going home frequently 
Uh, we went to his place. Um, he prepared us tea. The wife prepared us tea. We had a conversation. It was nice seeing him, seeing him like be a man and taking care of himself. That was really beautiful. Yeah, and we continued talking because every time I could go home, I could chill with him because he was my bro. He understood the the. He understood Migori better than I did, so he could tell me this place somewhere to go, this is nowhere to go, and everything. And then, yeah, my bro. So that was my bro and I. And I remember there's this one time I went to Migori County, and we we're just ch chilling at my aunt's, my aunt's uh, cafe. And when we were sitting there, he told me, "You attended Kangaleviatu." Uh, we went, went to shop for shoes, looked at a few pieces here and there. And my brother loved white shoes the simple reason that when he cleaned them really really dope because my brother and i have a problem with dirty shoes like we love our shoes really clean and it is something that we always shared i could buy shoes and um he could have them and if i find he has something that i like i could take my body my brother's body was a bit built so a few times i could go buy clothes that could not fit me well so when i go home i find that he has some that are relatively small so we just swap, we exchange, and that was a ritual. So when my bro died, well, when rather when, when my bro was sick, we really tried and we hoped that he would bounce back, you know, because there was always that oscillation. It was okay today, tomorrow it could dip and everything. But I remember a day, the day before I talked to him and he was okay. He was strong. He was actually bouncing back. And I talked to him and he told me that he was doing well, things were getting better, he was looking forward to going home. And we left it at that because I was going to call him the following day, which really never got to happen. Because on that night after I talked to him, he passed went around 2, passed went around 2 p.m. My sister called me and the first thing that hit me, I was, I was in the house with my friend and I just told him like, yo bro, my bro has just passed on and I, I really didn't know how to process that entire information because it's the first time something so hard had hit home and I didn't know how to process it, how to consume it or what to do because in such situations there is no manual on how you're going to handle such a thing. But at that point I knew that a piece of me had just gone. I sat on my bed for a few minutes, I went, had a shower. I prayed for his soul and I just sat on my bed. I couldn't sob. I, I don't know really. I just sat there, closed my eyes and all these memories came back. You know, as in everything just flashed back for like an hour or two. And I woke up in the morning and went work. I talked to my mom. My mom wasn't in a position to hear anything. I talked to my dad, it was so sad, and I remember everything as though it happened yesterday. And my brother's death really changed the person that I was. Because man, Ben left so soon. I needed a few, I needed a few more years, man. I needed that guy, man, because could talk about everything and anything, but here's a point where my eldest boy has gone. How do you possess it? 
is gone like amanda and one thing that i didn't know up to date is even when we were dealing with everything since he left now um, i was the one to talk to my siblings and i didn't know how to do that you know because each and every single sibling had their own personal connection with ben and here is a situation where you're now there i can't replace ben i can't assume his role and i can't be him you know my mom loved my bro so much and his death broke her so much i saw my dad and it broke him into a million pieces it still hurts me when i remember about the institution and how he took it in you know then came the entire process then used to be buried we need to organize about everything and there is this power in family that no one ever understands it made me appreciate more about the family and how god just comes through during such 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 times man because you really really never get to you really never get to understand until when such things happen man like i remember everything that happened during ben's preparations for his final resting place guys came through for us in ways i can't really explain man ben had friends from fine white and fact that i can sit here today and talk about him that i am it's full of love and appreciation for the guys who came through the way they did because they didn't have to but they did either way um anyway so when we talk about death death is something that really never we we never really get to consume it or we never get to expect it because it happens in such a way that um it is so sudden that you don't know how to go about it um today we only pray that ben's soul is going to be taken care of by allah he left us with amazing kids that we are taking care of and it's always an honor when we see them smile and happy um we know that they miss their dad but we try to bridge that gap and at least show them that their guys will love them you know baby OJ was born a week before Ben passed on he never really even got to be with his child but the boy is now grown up and like he's he's having fun at home with the animals with my mom and yeah it's It's, a, it's it's amazing it's an amazing sight whenever i visit home and yeah after my bro's death came cuz i started mourning my bro way after that's when everything started coming back cuz during that time i had to be strong for everybody so i started handling everything later and that came with depression anxiety fear um i felt like maybe i could have done something to prevent his, his death then therapy 
I started being distant from people. But I thank my doctor, man, because if it were not for him, I couldn't be here today, man. Like, yo, it was really, still is. Homeboys Radio, Della, Jimani, yo, G. I remember that will forever be my soul. KMC, you talk about Calvin, Mutiriri, Bob, Betty. Y'all guys just came through in ways I can't really explain. But you're here one year later. The pain still does exist. One thing I've learned with death, it's never okay. It's never okay. We live through, through it every day. We just learn to live with it, man. But I hear people say it's God's will. It's gonna be okay. It's never okay. And as much as it's God's will, we wish that maybe that will would be that he stays a bit longer. Death has made me know what to say when someone passes on. You know, because it's okay not to be okay. That's one thing I've realized. Like, mourn as long as you want. Talk about the people you love as much as you want because you're the only one who understands what their absence means and what their presence meant to you. Not an outsider. Not anyone would ever understand that. So, yeah, that's my story about my bro. Um, at some point, I know I've been emotional, but it's just how it is. The pain still does exist. This is Convos and Tall. Till next time, have yourselves an amazing time.